Monday, and welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Feeling less than great on a Monday morning. I'm Alex Christensen. Joining me as always, let's ask him about Father's Day again. We'll try to ease the way in the show unless you and Dan have devised some sort of horrible surprise again today. Um, how are you, Andy? How was, uh, how was Father's Day? Did the kids get you anything nice? Any big meats? What was it like? Break it down. Yeah, no, it's it's be nice to Alex Day. We're going to kid gloves, tiptoes, eggshells, all that jazz. Father's Day weekend was good. Could have been better. Houston Houston could have held on. I liked it a lot better when he had a two-stroke lead at 66 to 1. Drew and I talked about Rom a couple weeks ago. He's like, should I just bet Rom? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, he wins maybe, but I just hate betting that price. And then, of course, he wins. And I make myself look silly anyway. But uh, that golf was fun. There was some decent tennis. We had a couple. We had at least one, three, you know, uh, three set final. The finals had some weird names in it. You hit another outright in women's tennis. If you're not following those outrights, be sure to check those out. They don't often work out to get them on the at the time the show comes out. So follow Alex on Twitter. He hits his outrights on there. I think that's five women's outrights yet this season, which is pretty effing good considering we're only halfway through the season. And then, uh, yeah, just uh, the meat. The meat situation was good. Got to the butcher shop. Couldn't decide between a ribeye and a New York strip. Uh, bought both. Just bought both. <laughs> said, I, I, I'll grill one for lunch and I'll grill one for supper. Hit, uh, you know, had some fun with the kids. The weather wasn't as bad as it made out to be. Just hung out, watched some golf, ate some food. Yeah, I, I should have done pictures. Last night was the New York strip steak with grilled asparagus, homemade stuffed mushrooms, loaded baked potatoes, way too much. I actually don't feel good right now. I boiled some shrimp as well. Kids, I don't actually feel great today, but yeah, some, some decent <laughs> basketball, some decent golf, fun weekend The golf overall. was frustrating. Did you get to watch yeah. a lot of it? I was so annoyed at the way Louis was playing. Like, he had yeah. no idea he was a stroke behind, it seemed, like, at certain points. Like, it yeah. seemed to think he could par his way out and win. Like, I don't – it was weird. I don't know if I'd be super happy with my caddy. But as far as his caddy goes, like, he gets a chunk of that uh, – he gets a chunk of the winning ticket or the winning – or the purse for second mm-hmm. place. Like you could Stay go back. for that green. You're never, you're never going to hold that green, but you know, it, try. You, you could tin cup it and then maybe lose a few. I don't know how much money he could have lost, you know, but you see where Bryson did. Bryson had an eight. He, anybody who had top five, 10, 20 tickets for uh, Bryson, yes. you know, that had to feel bad. And I'm, I'm getting some shit for not eating veggies. I said I had asparagus. And truthfully, the, the vegetable garden, it's just too early. I did have a couple salads. The leaf lettuce is ready, but all the other vegetables take so long. We'll have peas here in a bit. Tomatoes are almost done. But yeah, I am, I do eat too much red meat. That's why I feel awful on Monday. Also, I had some 76ers exposure. I had some Usti exposure. Oh, a lot I went of, back and did the math. Almost. It was still a good bet. We beat oh, the for sure. pants off that number. But Glenn Rivers let us all down. And I'm calling him Glenn. I don't care what everybody else calls him. He doesn't deserve whatever that name is. Glenn let us down. Uh, you go no. back and watch that game. It's just a mess. The lineups were a mess. Shake Milton doesn't play till the fourth quarter. 21 minutes of Tyrese Maxey just because Rivers roulette worked out in game six. It's depressing and sad for all sorts of levels. I know that everyone's ragging on Ben Simmons this morning, but uh, you know any coach I think would realize that maybe Ben Simmons isn't a point guard. He's probably a center. And maybe instead of playing him like a point guard, maybe you just eliminate those Dwight Howard minutes and play him at center. Not that I've spent entirely too much time watching this, but I did promise my grandfather that I would mention that 
he, as a Sixers fan, since he was 16 years old in the 1940s, is just completely disappointed and absolutely astonished at how badly this has gone. And I told him I'd mention that. I was with the family yesterday. I was watching the game on the couch with my mom and my dad. Why? My now wife, Tori, laughed at us yelling at the TV. So it was quite the experience. And yes, I am used to disappointment, Patrick. It's part of being a Philadelphia sports fan. Anguish is... Anguish, is born, anguish right? comes with the territory. And yeah, we no games tonight. There's no NBA to look at tonight. And, you know, the series prices, we're going to pull them up right now. Uh, you know, we're through one game. So I can't say, like, they're both very lopsided. They are now that the Suns and the Clippers have played one. But to be fair, the Suns have yet to win, or the Clippers have yet to win a game one. They kind of come out, uh, you know, somebody in the chat was mentioning, they, they play around with rotations a little bit to start the series and have been eking by so far. So hopefully the Clippers can get things figured out and make a series of that one. Bucks, Hawks, thoughts on that, Alex, as far as maybe a handicap or a total? I know some places are going to have that. It's, yeah, you know, again, it's, it's hard for me having watched what the, the Hawks just did. I think that they are going to be more competitive and this line indicates. I don't know if I'm going to be betting the Hawks to win the series, but I might look at some game total overs, things like that. Just didn't have time this morning to poke into this stuff. So I'll have some of that tomorrow um, if I do attack this series. But as you look at what Atlanta can do from depth, I mean, if Bogdanovich can, can stay healthy and keep playing, they have enough guys. And what Collins allows you to do from a defensive perspective is, is going to be really interesting. I'm curious to see how he does. You know, Milwaukee, I, I'm pretty sure, beat up on Atlanta the three times they played this year. So we'll see. But Atlanta's a little different team now that they're all kind of together. So I'm going to go back and look at this. My first flush reaction is it's probably a little too deep of a price on the Bucks, even though I feel really good about them winning the series. Again, I might look at some overs or things like that. You know, the Suns Clippers, you mentioned that the Clippers have made a point of it to start series playing more players, which can be a little slower and more clunky. And although you really would have liked them to get that game with Chris Paul not on the floor tonight, if you felt good about the Clippers before game one, I don't see why you wouldn't now. I mean, I don't. Without Kawhi Leonard, I'm not betting on the Clippers. But if you were someone of that mindset, I don't necessarily know why you'd be devastated that they lost game one on the road. You know, I don't think that makes it big of a change. And this, to me, actually seems like a little of an over-adjustment for that. But again, no Kawhi. I'm not betting the Clippers. And we'll come back to the Hawks probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not ex- – and honestly, like, I looked at this. I said, oh, Bucks, Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals? I guess it's time for me to start handicapping football for the year. <laughs> like, I'm just – I'm not excited about this at all. And so, I mean, Suns, Suns are a fun team. I like them. It could be I an think, incredible under series. I, I, yeah, I this think, is all I think under season. season. It is We're all find some under, One of these games is going under 190. We should uh, – yeah, we'll have to dig into the all-dunders. I'm down with that, so – uh, I did forget to mention as we went through the weekend, we had some Euro action starting, was yesterday the first? I believe yesterday, yesterday was, was the first doubleheader. The first uh, doubleheader. So these games will be played at the same time in the group so that you can't have any shenanigans, any skullduggery, as uh, Patrick said, any hijinks in these games because you won't know what the result of the other game in your group is so far. So we do have some, you know, there's teams that have been eliminated. There's teams that are already completely locked in. Uh, the Ukraine is the first match. Of the, uh, I, I just said these games are played at the same time. And then I said the Ukraine is the first match of the day. But there are, there are two sets of games today, actually. I'm going to have my picks for the other ones later. I just didn't have enough time to properly handicap my darts that I'm throwing. Although, uh, I, 
maybe of a mind of just finding some plus number stuff I like and splitting. That's what I did yesterday. I made a few bucks. Yeah. I got two, two plus coins. Money. Plus money coins. Plus money coins, yeah. The yeah, the over was dead, especially once we had that red card. But my uh my minus one for the Swiss looked good. Turkey is really, really bad. Now they are really, really gone. Ukraine, Austria, this is a, a dumb match because like they should try to tie. Uh, you won't see the stuff you've seen like 20 years ago where these teams will, you know, the goalie used to be able to just like hold the ball and walk around with it. And you'd see some really shitty soccer before they changed some of those rules about kicking it back to your own goalkeeper. So uh, maybe some slow play here, but I, I just think Ukraine's better. If we do get the, the draw that both teams need, I get a push on this. I think Ukraine can win this game. I bet on Austria a couple times. I bet on the Ukraine. I like them to win this game, getting plus number. So this is a pick or a draw no bet. This is a, a DNB. If it draws, you get a push. If you get if it's you know a tie is just a push, then it seems likely the tie has been beat down so hard in this, it's almost even money, like 50-50 wow. essentially implied odds for a a tie compared to a team winning this one. So uh, take it easy on this one. I am just playing the pick and then I almost played North Macedonia team total over one over 0.5. I looked at it, it was like minus 120. I'm like, oh, that's what I want. I want the Macedonia has been an annoying team. They are not good, but they're good enough to be bothersome to play. And I mean, they've showed that a couple times. If they score here, they'll have scored in all three matches. Netherlands can be beat defensively. This may be a bad lineup for the Netherlands. Again, I haven't seen XIs yet, but we we are locked in here. Like the Netherlands doesn't need to play this match. They might still win with their backups anyway. It could be a KG a KG lineup where we see some young players. Although it is in Amsterdam. So if if you're a backup on this Netherlands team and you're really playing lot, you know, you're not playing a lot. It's it's like the guy trying to block punts in the fourth preseason game, just going hard to absolutely make the team. So, I mean, if there are some younger players, some lesser knowns that play for this team, they will still be playing hard. So I do have both teams to score at minus 109 just because it is a cheaper price than playing Macedonia to score a goal. I think keeping Netherlands off the score sheet is going to be tough. This total is three, three and a quarter. The Netherlands team total over is two and a half. They're expected to score a couple here. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking for a bunch, not, not only, you know, some backups, probably going to use all five subs get some fresh legs in there too so i i think we could see kind of a wild match. it wouldn't surprise me if we had four or five goals in this one so i i lean to the over in that one too and like i said these both start in 15 minutes the other ones start at looks like three eastern so finland belgium russian denmark i'll take a look at those later on i'll tweet that out otherwise yeah hopefully let's just uh i think i can give it a lava David Alaba assist. I'm going with that propaganda. Alaba assist again. We'll, we'll Looks like it's that. four to one. I'm going to poke around and see if I can find a five to one. But I, I, I sprinkled that. That was honestly a lot of fun to watch for. And I know Dan liked him passing for goals, maybe the most uh, scoring for goals. So there was somebody at three assists the other day. So <sighs> yeah, that would have been a nasty prop. Can you? And somebody asked, can you pick up North Macedonia on a map yet? It's in the Balkans. Like yeah, North I just Greece. Get, if you, you get a Greece, small you go north. Small enough map, big enough finger, just mash it on the Balkans. There it is. <laughs> it's near Slovenia. All right. Uh, you put out some WTA bets Sunday. 
and I really don't think you knew the order of play at that point. Well, no one does. No one does know, but these these aren't even going to be played today. I think they're overnight tonight. This is going to be early, early in the morning overnight at Eastbourne. Well, we don't know. So there's a bunch of tennis going on. Wimbledon is in, is coming up. We're going to have Wimbledon next week, um, which means there's going to be Wimbledon qualifiers. There is a men's and women's event in Eastbourne, which we'll talk about some picks there in a second. And those events look like there's going to be rain just about every day. We might have a clean couple days here tomorrow, the day after, maybe three in a row if we get lucky. But it's just going to be really dicey. So all of these are first-round matches. They're all on the docket. Maybe they'll be played tomorrow. Maybe they'll be played on Wednesday. I have no idea. I really don't think anyone does, given what the weather is. Again, these are outdoor events. If it rains, they can't be out there playing tennis. So they just have to wait it out. Um, Secondly, there's also going to be a lot to figure out this week because I think we're going to have some players forced to place two matches in a day. Everyone, again, also looking ahead to Wimbledon next week. So just a lot to take into account. It's really a messy week. But we'll start here. We've got three. Coco Goff's playing, Andy. You know what we're doing. Coco Goff, Elise Mertens, they're hanging 21 and a half. Again, we're on grass, so I'm fine with that number. Played over 21 and a half. I would actually play that up to minus 115. Um, If you're looking at something more expensive, maybe try to see if you can get an over 22 at like plus something, maybe minus 105 is probably okay. But, you know, to over 21 and a half, those have been great for us. They should continue to be good. Both are competent grass players so far. You know, again, Goff is young and doesn't have a lot of experience on grass, but neither do a lot of women, especially even someone who's a little bit of a veteran at this point like Mertens. So we'll take the over there. We're also going to back Alina, Svitolina. Um, Really like her in this match. Sorry, I actually forget who she's playing. That's got to write it down but she's laying two and a half games here Badosa. that's right against Badosa, who has been really good for us in hard court season um but again not a lot of experience on grass fiddling actually is pretty solid on the surface in the few runs that she's had just really like her minus two and a half minus three at plus money or less than standard juice is okay as well but like the two and a half there and then we're going to go one more over almost as good as coco golf overs are allison risk overs on grass people and on top of that, she's playing Veronica Kudermakova, a player we've talked about and backed quite a bit. This should be a fun, competitive match. I think it's going to be two very long sets, possibly three. So over 21, over 21 and a half is okay. I saw some 21 and a halfs out there. That's just fine. Um, any of those numbers, really. So two overs for us and a favorite will lay the uh, games there instead of going with the money line because I don't like the money line, but I actually, when I look at the correlation here, they're a little behind on that. So two and a half is pretty good. Three is okay. Sure. I'm body body. I can get down with that. Especially the I already bet the golf over. You put that out on Sunday. Um, like I said, almost got an outright. A couple of those top twenties. Two of the five top twenties hit, and they were both almost two to one. So I made a little bit of money on the top twenties. Uh matchups didn't do too bad. No hole in one. That was nice. Um almost got my top lefty. A lot of lefties made the cut. That sucked, dude. I think Harmon Harmon ended up taking top lefty. Uh, my guy couldn't quite do it as the the biggest. I think the biggest underdog. I think he was five fifty was the biggest number on that. So we'll be back to the well. Travelers, we're heading up to. God, it's like a Cromwell or Cromford, Cromwell, Connecticut, TPC River Highlands. This is a a nice shorter course, oh, much shorter course. So a little different Most approach are. here. Yeah, but I mean, this is uh, it's under seven thousand. This is uh, going to be, I, I tweeted this out. 
it's a little tricky once we get to approaching the green tomorrow. I have a 58 to contend with. This is where Jim Furyk shot a 58 a couple years ago. It's par 70. Local guy. Yeah, local. But it's it's par 70, so it'll be tough. Getting getting out. getting 13 under or better is going to be tricky. But yeah, Paul Casey, somebody I bet last week is top uh, a top 20. He ended up top 10. Played well. Much easier field this week. There's still some top names here. You have some you have some big names. Wouldn't surprise me if a one or two dropped out. Maybe not two, but a name or two could drop out. But you know, Reed, Berger, Cantlay, Johnson, Answer, Finau. There's some uh, Scheffler, DeChambeau, Homa. There's some d- decent names here. I, th- I think I'm looking at the – yeah, this is the Travelers Field now. But, yeah, I'm not taking any of the short names, even though it did cash last week with Rom. Casey Streelman's a guy I've been after kind of a little bit in matchups, but I haven't backed him as an outright. I'll probably have a top 20 on basically any of these guys that aren't Paul Casey just because his numbers can be a little short. That might be a top 10 bet to go along with that one as well, but – Streelman has played well of lately. He actually, yeah, he was top 20 at the U.S. Open, top 20 at Memorial, top 20 at Charles Schwab, eighth at the PGA. I'm not sure he's getting quite the respect he deserves, although this number is a little lower compared to where you'd normally see a Streelman. And then just Hoffman and Tringali, some bigger names that I like. Uh, Charlie Hoffman, he's a pain in the ass to bet, but I think he does get there too. And uh, Cameron Tringali, 90 to 1. This is definitely going to be a top 20 bet that I make, but I will feel bad if I have the outright, if I don't have the outright as well. So those are my four for now. I'll have more out tomorrow as we get to approaching the green. I'll have all my bets. I'll have some matchups. I'll have some daily matchups once we get to Wednesday. We'll have some props, and we'll go from there. Just tweeted from the Brown Bag Bets Twitter account, at Brown Bag Bets on Twitter. Your risk-free bet is now available in even more states. I got more links up there if you're in Virginia. If you're in Tennessee, if you're in Indiana, feel free to support us, support the show by clicking that link, getting a new account, getting your $500 risk-free bet. If you're trying to figure out how to use it, feel free to Twitter us, DM us, whatever. I have some old articles that kind of explain some of the math on why you want to go with a big underdog and some of these risk-free and free bets. There's some good resources you can find there too. Otherwise, links are in the new tweet. I'll pin that tweet when I get off the air here, and we'll catch you tomorrow, huh?